2: Stand by for an urgent bulletin. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Now, I'm going
3: to be honest with you here. But here's what I've learned about myself over the years I have a high
4: functioning brain.
2: You! You seem to know all the players in this poorly acted farce. What do they call that one? Jeff Lutz.
4: Goodness gracious, you're really struggling today. If I had said that, I mean, I'd be kicked off the show permanently.
2: Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. 97.5 in
4: 1240 KFH. <laughs>
3: Hello, we are back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff show on KFH Radio. We do need a caller to participate in today's game, 869-1240. Give us a call. Max will get you on, and you'll uh, compete against me in whatever game Jeff has. Uh, We'll give it a minute here, or we'll move on and uh, do something else.
4: It should be someone with uh, some knowledge of the city of Wichita.
3: Some knowledge of the city of Wichita, which unfortunately leaves out most of you. See, there's a little Rickles. Why humor.
4: you? Uh, that's a little Rickles humor. Now, Rickles wouldn't. I mean, he might. No, just. What do you mean? No, just no. Well, he he just rolled over in his grave. In fact, why why would you say because that? You besmirched his name. You attached his name to that. What was wrong with that? Just wasn't funny.
3: Well, you, I think it was funny. Hmm. Well, it not fall down laughing funny but a little humorous 8691240 let's go i i don't know if the phones are ringing max are they we need someone to play this no game no one's going to play the game this All is right, where cool. i get antsy cool whatever this is where i start to feel like we're speaking into a vacuum and uh if anybody's listening they're on the planet mars I don't. I don't get it. I don't know, man. There was a day when I said when I would have said, "Call and play a game." Max would have. He'd been fumbling the phone. There would be so many callers. Do they even know the number eight six nine twelve forty? I said the number eight six nine twelve forty, the IHOP hotline. It's plastered on every IHOP door you can imagine. It is. Sure, it is. Well, good. Why for do you us. think they
4: sponsor it? I don't know. So we could
3: say their name. Uh, If we don't hear from somebody, I'm going to (laughs) resign. And uh, we'll let Max participate in the game. Okay, Max, our friend Max. uh, That's good. Who I'll kill in this show. No, I don't think so. Because he's young, he doesn't know anything about what you No, he's going to actually probably beat you. Hi, Max.
0: Hello, how's it going, guys? Uh,
3: I almost feel bad for what I'm going to do to you in this game. Uh, I just <laughs> I mean, feel some Bob, guilt.
0: I, Bob, I feel
3: bad for you because the only reason
0: I called, I just got my truck. I don't even know what game we're playing, but I felt bad that you weren't getting any callers, so that's why I called.
3: Well, I heard the phones ringing uh, once we uh, put you on the air. So here we go. Uh-oh. Max, it is time.
2: Time to play the game. Time to play the game.
0: Oh,
4: boy. All right. What is what is your two-person game, Jeff? All right. So uh, the Wichita Eagle today came out with its best, best of Wichita nominees, and there are hundreds and hundreds of lists and uh, things you can vote on. Uh, we're going to stick into the food category, and there are a bunch of subcategories in those. So I will ask you to go back and forth this is like a face-off within a I, face-off. I hate this game uh what restaurants were nominated in the barbecue category for best of wichita do i
3: get to start
4: out sure you can start uh b and c b and c barbecue is correct max pig in, pig out pig in pig out i wish these were in alphabetical order but they're not and that is correct
3: uh, station, whatever the name of that, uh, Station 9, Station 7. You know what I'm talking you're about.
4: Right, you're right around it. It's Station 8. Yeah, Station 8 is correct. I guess we'll give that to you. Max. Bite Me Barbecue.
0: Really good play. Bite
4: Me Bite Me Barbecue is on the list and has been nominated. That's correct. It's two to two in barbecue. You're this doesn't have to be a local it just yeah. has to be wild pit barbecue hog wild pit barbecue was nominated for best barbecue in wichita that is correct. how
3: many more are there
4: there's several this, this, is like, uh,
3: this is like having all city honorable mention where every player in the league makes honorable mention <laughs> max
0: how about delano barbecue company really good place down there on douglas
4: Delano Barbecue Company is correct. (laughs) Three to three. I
3: I don't think I know of any others.
4: There's a place.
3: Oh, uh, boy. I'm going to destroy you, he says. There's a place (laughs) down there on downtown, and I can't think of the name of it, unfortunately.
0: uh, Oh, that sounds like a convenient thing to say.
3: Convenient (laughs) thing to say
0: when you've run out of options.
3: I think yeah. I have run out of
0: options.
4: Well, let's see if Max can oh. can take the barbecue category. A Two Brothers Barbecue, the classic. Two Brothers Barbecue, two, Bo- two Brothers Barbecue is correct. Uh, and every barbecue, you know what? These are all just nominations, <laughs> right? These are just nominations. Oh, well, they've nominated everything, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, Max, but you named more. You couldn't think what, of one, one even of the though others. everything was uh, available. There was. I lost it, but uh, let me see. Barbecue, they had Twisted Hog, The Underdog, Barrel Boy. Never heard of them. Giorgio's 2, Smoke and Diner, Smokehouse ICT, uh, Moab, Crutch. Joke. It's a joke. When Pigs Fly. Uh, Big, yeah, no, All Things Barbecue, again? Billy Sims.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Billy Sims.
4: All right, we're going to go to Breakfast. Breakfast. And Max as the uh, the leader and you got to go second last time you'll go first this time Just name a breakfast place basically uh, <laughs> anywhere this is a joke one of my, breakfast. One, of my
0: a, one of my favorite breakfast spots in Wichita homegrown really good place
3: hard to get in though
4: home home grown is on the list yes well, Of course it's on well, the list. Well, I just list. had to make sure the beacon. The beacon is that still open? The beacon restaurant is correct. One to one in breakfast. Max. Doodah Diner. Doodah Diner. Is it? Did it make the breakfast list? It did. Two to one. The egg crate. The egg crate cafe is correct. Two to two in breakfast. Max. Oh, and a, a great,
0: a great little place in Wichita. Uh, you know, you see them everywhere, but. There's a lot of them in Wichita. It's where I asked my uh, father-in-law if I could marry my wife, Jimmy's Egg.
4: Jimmy's Egg is correct. <laughs> of course it's correct. Just uh, you're just saying it is correct. Three to two, bottom three. <laughs> in... Now my brain's shut up. Uh, really? It feels like it to some degree. Riverside Cafe. Riverside Cafe as a breakfast place. Believe it or not, I'm looking through it again. Riverside Cafe. Oh, uh, no. oh did no! Not. You're
3: kidding. Oh did no! You're kidding.
4: Oh, make the list. So that's a loss for oh, you. You're
3: kidding. How does it not make? <laughs> I don't the know list? why
4: I didn't make the list. An- another good, good place on Rock. How about Jimmy's Diner, Bob? Jimmy's Diner, uh, Delano Diner, Livingston's, uh, Country Cafe, Copper Oven, Livingston. Daylight I mean, Donuts, uh, Lily, Livingston's, yes, uh, Rusty Nail Huddle House. I don't know how, how the uh, Riverside Cafe it. didn't make it, uh, but, but you now trail two to zero. Uh, well, three to zero. Man, what, three to
0: zero. If you count our uh, sports trivia battle, Bob and I had, I'm undefeated against Bobby Lutz. Yeah,
4: this is a struggle for Bob. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Pizza. I get to go first. Yes.
0: Oh, I can. I'm gonna hammer Nola's. you here,
4: Bob. This one, oh, Probably there you so go. I, Nola's is correct.
0: Got to go with my Max. boys at. Z- Ziggy's Pizza, Ziggy's.
4: Ziggy's is is there, yes. Uh, Il Vecino. Il Vicino wood oven pizza, is correct. Max?
0: Here's a really good place, just went there for dinner Saturday night. Piatto, damn good pizza. Piatto? Yes, sir, P-I-A-T-T-O down there on Douglas next to the Hopping Gnome.
4: Looks like that one did not make the cut. Um, oh, but yeah, it doodle. did. Piatto what? Neapolitan Pizzeria <laughs> made the yes, list. Sir. You're kidding. Yeah, Absolutely it's, it's not. It's right pi- there. One of the best pizzas in
3: Wichita, Bob. <laughs> now, what are you going to follow that up with, Pizza Hut? The Wichita
4: Brewing Company. I mean, you would certainly hope the fantastic pizza at Wichita Brewing Company is included, and it is. One of my Max favorite pizzas in and- one of my favorite pizzas in Wichita,
0: I don't know if it's the novelty of it, but A.J.'s, A.J.'s Pizza, the Superdome. Not as that's good a anymore.
4: A and no? Let's see if A.J.'s is on the list. Mm.
0: Uh-oh.
4: Bob, it's damn AJ's. good. A.J.'s. A.J.'s did not make it's the list. It's two to one. Here that's comes the bold. comeback. That's bowl. A and J's music room made the list, but AJ's. What about Casey's? Casey's no. No, it didn't. Casey? No, I won. Yes, you did win. Uh, so two, it's, to, uh, one. My two God. to one. Best the in the best of, best of, best of five.
0: Boston?
4: Yeah, I don't know. Pop, it, all the national ones made it too, except Papa John's. Of course. So I don't know
3: how the uh, Papa John's. A,
2: come
4: on. Let's, Crazy. Who made this
3: let's list? Let's go. Duda? <laughs> What's the next one? Let's go. Let's go, go. Move let's go along.
4: tacos.
3: Why? And Max, I don't like tacos. And right. Max starts it. Yeah. I don't there's know. There's too about many the of those tacos, No, man. I don't like this. Go Italian yeah, that's food. We just did pizza. I'm yeah, not doing it. A there's pizza. There's too many trucks and there's a lot of great. Food tacos. trucks is a category. Yeah, but I don't have I don't know yeah. enough about them. Okay. Uh yeah, fine. tacos
0: what are we going to do taco bell let me guess taco bell
4: (laughs) i'm already off that taco shop uh let's do burgers like
3: burgers burgers max you go first TJs. you might be out of it right shoot. you've never been to tj's had a burger down there of course i have i'm going to say you're going to be lucky if it's on the list tj's it did make the list DJ, the, the Oasis.
4: Burgers. The Oasis. I just had a burger there uh, last week. It was It was. actually I had a chicken sandwich. But, yes, Oasis Lounge is, is there. Now, now, this
0: one might be the number one ranked burger joint, Wichita Sport Burger. Sport the Line burger. every day. Every
4: day. Yeah, that's line a good That's Line down the a good street. Place. Well, Yes, it is there. Sport Burger made the list. West Street Burgers. Is that place still open? Yeah. Well, I may have some bad news for you.
3: Well, you're kidding. It made it. Thank you. (laughs) Wow.
4: Huge. Ty's Diner. Really good spot. Ty's Diner absolutely has made the list. And uh, high up on the list of nine. How high is it? I don't know. It's fifth. But I don't know what order this is supposed to be in. Uh, Fizz, Fizzburgers. Ooh, like, Any chance that? Fizzburgers? It? Yes. it's a good place. Are you cheating? Not at all. No. What are you doing? I'm looking to see
3: who's in the starting lineup for the Cardinals tonight? Right oh on, yeah, on he is.
0: He's oh. old. <laughs> all right. Well, this is an easy one. Started in Wichita. Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers.
4: Freddie's frozen That's custard and steak burgers is, of course, on the list.
3: Uh, man. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Oh, I got one. I got uh,
4: one. Dempsey's. Dempsey's. Wow. I mean, you would certainly think that is on the list. Please. Dempsey's.
3: You got to be. I- well, this was just. Is there, yes. Well, don't, well find it's at it. at the bottom.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. How about this one? Dog and Shake. I'm, see, I haven't even been around Wichita. Oh, that Vegas might be dog, the I'm,
3: end for you. Dog
0: and dog Shake. Dog and Shake start, started in Wichita.
4: Great burger. You know, there's a hot dog list, though, too. So uh, I'm afraid, Max, that Dog and Shake has not made the list. Who started what? that one? It's two to two. What? Did you start that one yes, or did he? Sir. Well, then you got to name one. Okay. Actually, no, you don't. I, did you start that one? I started that one. I, okay. I, so started it's two that. To two. I started that one. What? I started that you one. Did? I said TJ's.
0: Yes. That's I said
4: true. TJ's.
3: I'm All right. We got to name one. Yeah. Well, the one on my mind, and I'm not sure it's still open. That's my problem, is Bomber Burger. i say, say Burger Day. Bomber
4: Burger. I'm looking. This is going to overtime, baby. I'm looking. You have to be kidding. Oh. I'm looking. Oh. I was
3: bomber burgers and not. Is not
4: you, you have to be. It must have closed then. It must have closed then. Max gets a chance to uh, stay in the game. You got to get it, though, Max. Now, now,
0: this isn't my favorite burger in town. Not Not even close. Oh, man, this is a tough one. I got two in my head. Both started in Wichita, both similar vibes. I don't know which one I want to go with. I'm going to go with the one that I like more. I'm going to go with New Way.
4: New Way, absolutely. The crumbly is good. That's included? And New Way is there. Bob, to stay alive. Oh. Um, Doodah Diner. Doodah Diner what? for a burger, he says. Yes. Doodah Diner eggs. for a burger is correct. All right. Wow. You are so cheating. Wow. No, I'm
3: not. I'm checking the time. We got to move on here. We got an interview schedule. Wichita Burgers he's got up, uh, Max. What's the next one? If you get this right, you win, Max. Red Robin.
4: That's a good guess. Red Robin is fantastic. I will, however, tell you, <laughs> it's oh on my, there. Is I, it it on did, the list. It did, I did it. did not. Oh, you got to be kidding! It did not. Whiskey
3: Dick
4: Who made? Who made <laughs> this the list? list. Whiskey who dicks? made this list. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't even want to win. No, I don't I'm stressed
0: out. Win. I don't want to uh, whiskey it, dicks red Robin's not on there.
4: Yeah, I know red Robin has yeah. unbelievable hamburgers whiskey dicks. Mine also, uh, but they're not on the list. All right,
0: Matt, bottom, name one and it's
4: over or it's over either way. I was
0: going to say uh,
4: five guys. I, I don't even know. Uh, Five guys. No, no,
3: Side Pockets. <laughs> no. All right. We got to move on. Pocket. Four House,
4: Twin Peaks, Brahms, Jerry's, the Belmont, Big Larry's Burger, the anchor. Big Larry's is in Valley Center. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oasis. Five Twin guys was peak. on there. Max wins. All right. Jeff definitely Five guys made this was on.
0: Twin Peaks on there.
4: Five Thank guys you, on. I win.
0: Doing yes, overs, do. Bob.
3: Doing overs, Bob. All right. We need to take a break. We'll be back momentarily. Mike Casaza from 24-7 Sports will preview West Virginia football after this.
2: This is the Bob and Jeff show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
3: All right, we are back. That is Argent, Hold Your Head Up, a song that was played prominently in my youth, uh, junior high, high school Why Can't years. We Be Friends? A friend of mine loved that song and played it all the time. Hold Your Head Up by Argent.
4: Oh, yeah. If, did they do Hold Your Head?
3: Um, why Can't We Be Friends? I don't too? believe so, no. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we are... Making every attempt we possibly can to get Mike Casaza on the show. Uh, he covers West Virginia football for twenty four seven Sports. Uh, Max is on it. We hope to talk to Mike shortly. Uh, in the meantime, um, in the meantime, West Virginia seems to be
4: awarded. What? War, yeah, war. Why can't we be friends? I don't
3: know why you get war on I Argent.
4: Arjun had a big hit, and that's what it was.
3: Hold your head up, right? Argent. Whoop. Um, Arjun had. Look up there. They had somebody who played in another band of note. Uh, there. I think it was. Man, I'm I'm struggling. The zombies.
4: I don't. I don't know.
3: Here is Mike Casaza from Twenty Four Seven Sports. He covers West Virginia. Uh, hello, Mike. Thanks for being on
1: with us. Thanks for the invitation. Happy to be here, and uh, you know, for a change, talk about you no, know, not basketball coaches getting arrested or forgetting they resigned or anything like that. Well, kind we of uh, kind of nice that football. We
3: weren't necessarily we weren't necessarily going to go into that, but my goodness, what a, what an off season you've had.
1: Yeah, the ball never Uh, rolls straight here, so it's kind of a weird thing.
3: (laughs) Uh, Let's do talk football because this is obviously a big year for West Virginia. They did not have a good year last year. Their coach is on one of those uh, quote-unquote hot seats. Uh, What do you think of uh, the Mountaineers and their ability to to have a bounce-back year?
1: Well, I think making a bowl should be like a minimum requirement nowadays. There's just too many of them. And, and sometimes not enough teams to, to fill them all. So when you miss one, how do you do that, right? So I don't think it's a lot to ask them to be ball eligible this year. And I think they can do it. I know a lot of people will make a big deal out of their schedule, but kind of look at it. Um, they get some breaks, not too difficult. First month is really hard. Don't get me wrong. But they've kind of hit the transfer portal and, and got more out of it than they have passed. And, Kind of got more proven players, not many rolls of the dice. A lot of stars, don't get me wrong. But guys who play a lot of football. And I think if they can straighten up some areas and then sideways last year, the most notably on defense and the secondary tackling, they should be okay. And I think that they're going to be just tricky, just different, just potent enough on offense with a running game and a mobile quarterback to give – as long as it don't fall apart – I don't know, look at contempt for the Big Twelve, but I don't know why they wouldn't make a bowl game.
4: Yeah, so now that uh, KU is is respectable, I'm not saying West Virginia will be the new KU, but if if things <laughs> don't go well and there's perhaps a, a coaching change and a little bit of a reset of the program and it's a it's a new look conference, could there be a, a three or four or five year type rebuild that West Virginia has to endure potentially?
1: Maybe that's been going on already, though. I mean, if you look at it, yeah. they've been predicted, you know, middle to the bottom of the conference for a while and have followed through on that. So, cool. But that was not doing what they were when they got here. And even when they, they kind of struggled, they at least had a reputation. And they had high-end players. They had pros. They had all-conference players. And you don't see that now. And, you know, it would, it would, would, I think one reason that there was a, a reservation to make a coaching change last year was to do this all over again. And, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of change coming at the conference, you know, they haven't replaced Texas and Oklahoma with Texas and Oklahoma. And, and what I mean by that is, like, they've added a quantity of teams. They have not replaced that quality. So two big roadblocks toward a conference championship are out of the way now. And, you know, some of the gains that they tried to make on the field we're we're just flattened sometimes by Oklahoma or by Texas. You know, those are two impediments to a conference championship game. Those are gone now, and you know, this long into the Big 12 now, we're going into the what 12th year now of this. They, they should not be fighting for footing against the UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU. You know, and and those are those are group of five teams. I know they're in the Power Five now, but for a year. Or a group of five teams, and there's a transition involved. They should not be in that conversation, but the reality is they are because they haven't proven it and they haven't won enough. And when you're the 14th place team in a 14 team conference, and you're looking up at four people who are new to the conference and who are going to struggle, they just are. And then you look you look at Iowa State and everything that's gone bad there. Like, how is this the worst team in the conference? That's the perception. It's the reality. I don't know, but if the, if it does go bad this year, you're right. They're going to press reset. And then what happens? Do they get a a Sonny Dykes, who can snap his fingers and get it going, or do they get a Neil Brown, who you think is the right guy, but just continually steps in the rake and can't get it out of his own way.
3: Mike Casaz, our guest from 24-7 Sports, writes about uh, West Virginia. So I'm, I love uh, realignment is such a fascinating topic. It's certainly uh, certainly West Virginia has been in the mix with that uh, for many years out there on the in the Eastern time zone with – Uh, With no real rivals in the Big 12. How's West Virginia feel about the latest additions? At least now Cincinnati's here. You've got Central Florida. Uh, You've got some other teams coming that are even farther west than West Virginia has been traveling to. Uh, What's the outlook? Uh, What do the people inside the athletic department think about all this?
1: A combination of things. For just a brief history lesson here, West Virginia was one of those handful of programs that was going to be you know, counting heads and life rafts on the Titanic so many years ago when the Big East was going down and the ACC and the SEC and the Big Ten were scooping up schools, were they going to have a spot? And they got lucky. They ended up in the Big 12, which is not what they wanted and maybe even needed, but they got in. And you'll remember, um, Mitch McConnell got involved and tried to get Louisville into the Big 12 instead of West Virginia. It didn't happen, but like that's how scary things were for a while because if you look what happened to, for example, South Florida – everybody thought South Florida was sliced bread and they were going to be one of the next big things. Who and what is South Florida right now? It's been one of the worst division one programs for a while. So they avoided that thing. Now, you know, when Texas and Oklahoma left, there was some nail biting for sure. What's going to happen to the big 12? Well, they get absorbed by the ACC, the big 10, the SEC. And I think some people were kind of hopeful. Hey, maybe the ACC will finally extend the hand and and welcome West Virginia over. You know, and, and that didn't happen, but the big 12, kind of huddled, rallied, and, and got a decent conference together. That's gotten better now with these new wave of additions there. So, you know, you went from the smallest Power of Five conference. I think it's the smallest Division one conference that has 10 teams playing football. And, and, and who knows what was going to happen with their future, to The biggest now, I think it's the second biggest, not Big Ten the biggest, but the second biggest FBS conference. And a pretty good claim as the number three conference as far as football goes. And they're, they're in that. You know, they went from being the youngest team in the Big 12 to, like, in the middle of the most experienced teams in the Big 12, only because they're welcoming in eight new teams. But that's how it goes, right? So they're in a good situation now relative to what they could have been. It's not the best. They probably do belong in the ACC, at least geographically with rivals. But now what happens? Who, don't, who knows? Like, they should be better off in these four new teams. You know, is Colorado going to be great just because of what they're doing and who they hired? Um, Is, you know, Arizona, Arizona State, are they going to rebound like they haven't been very good for a while? Can they be that way in the Big 12? Who knows? We'll see. And then you kind of come into the trepidation of, you know, who is the rival? What is the schedule like? Like, how many times are they going to have to go to BYU and Arizona or Arizona State and Utah in the same season? Like, that's a grind. And for a team that travels a lot already, I do wonder if there'll be some sort of prohibitions on travel. It's like you can only be an East Coast team and go to the Pacific time zone, you know, once a year, twice a year. A lot of those are logistics that they worry about in the future, but I don't think they're worries so much as they're just kind of uh, inconveniences. Like the big thing is they have a spot now, and they're not worried about anything else. So that's pretty cool for them.
4: So this is a, a team West Virginia that has its uh, offensive line back pretty much in in full. Uh, a strong group of running backs returned. So what does that mean for the look of the offense? What does that mean for uh, West Virginia's capability to kind of uh, keep up with a, a, a big a Big Twelve where passing obviously is is pretty prominent?
1: Yeah, can they zag when everybody's zigging? And that that's kind of a talking point. Is that here's a, a sport that's gone spread and fast and throws the ball and the quarterback is your key position. And they tried to do that. Like Dana Holgerson was your air raid guy and had good players and had good offenses and they just didn't win. Um, Okay, but not great. And now you bring in Neil Brown and he's an air raid person and and he never got the quarterback situation right. Um, Neil Brown kind of more or less fired himself as offensive coordinator after the 21 season and they hired Graham Harrell because Graham Harrell was supposed to be this great air raid guy. That didn't work. By the end of last season, they were running read option and RPO stuff. And then Neil Brown, who fired Neil Brown, decided to hire Neil Brown to be the play caller on offense now. And like I said, they're going to zag, which is a thing that West Virginia kind of historically has to do. I'm not saying this is Rich Rodriguez with Pat White, Steve Slayton, Noel DeVine, Owen Schmidt, Darius Raynaud, on and on and on. But they were not like anybody else. They were doing this goofy read option thing when no one else was. And now everybody does or everybody has done some variation of that. But if you look at what West Virginia may attempt to do here with two running backs, maybe with two tight ends at different times, um, a a mobile quarterback who can do RPO, who can do zone read, I think it's going to be within the constructs of what Neil Brown has done offensively. So formations might not be different. Motion might not be different. Everything before the snap might be the same. What happens if the ball is live? That's going to be different if they can do it. And I just wonder if, if they have a rough month. Their first month is rough. It's Penn State, Duquesne, Pitt, Texas Tech, TCU. If that doesn't go well, I I just wonder if they revert to what they knew and they weren't good at, but at least they knew it. You know, the devil you know, so to speak. Will they kind of experiment through struggles and then continue that experiment and hope it works out? I don't know. So, to me, the the season's very much in, in the fractured state where let's see how it goes. And then when you come to that point where I think invariably they're going to struggle early in that first month, what's the recommendation? Do they hunker down and get good at what they've been trying to do? Or do they revert a little bit to what they have been doing and haven't been very good at?
3: All right, uh, we're talking with Mike Casazzo from 24-7 Sports covering West Virginia. I got to do it. I got to know the latest with Bob Huggins. Uh, So if I ask you this question, uh, percentage of West Virginia fans who are still in his corner, uh, just based on your perception, uh, what would the answer to that question be? And uh, what's the next step with Bob Huggins?
1: In his corner, this is relative, I guess. In his corner is always going to be a big number. In his corner and wants him to be the coach again is pretty small. I don't want to say non-existent because you're going to get the outliers and people who just think that what he did isn't a big deal and you can work through that stuff. Goodness knows you do it with players. Why can't you do it with coaches? Okay, that's an opinion. You can have it. That's an opinion. But, like, there's not a lot of people at like that. And especially with the – again, it's not just the the slur on the radio – followed a couple weeks later by the DUI arrest. It's that followed by a very clumsy retirement slash resignation where you just knew you just knew on the wording of the release that his plan was to resign with the attempt to like retire. That wasn't one or the other. There was no wet cement there and you just knew something was going to happen. And it did. And to him to say, I never actually retired, never actually resigned. I should be the coach. Please restore me or I will sue you it's hard to walk back across that bridge. It's hard to go hand-in-hand back to the way things were. And I think he lost a lot of support and a lot of following there. Um, I do think that as a human, as a person who's a benefactor for the school, and I think what the sad part about this is a lot of people don't you know, really recognize he's raised millions and millions of dollars for cancer research in a fund through his mom's name. Um, his, his mother died of cancer many, many years ago. Um, he was going to be the face of a cancer institution here. And he was going to be – Kind of an ambassador and emeritus who would do fundraising for the university for the hospital for the athletic department poof that's all gone and it's hard it's hard to blame anybody for that and and you know you forget about that sometimes and i think that i'd like to bring it back but the more he talked and the more they got back and forth and mudslinging it became irreparable and you notice it's quieted down since then i'm confident there's been communications between the two sides and lawyers especially and and it's part of that like hey we want to make this work in the future but can you just keep quiet for a minute can we just pay you to go away can we just settle this somehow or another and then we can get back to not the way things were but in the neighborhood of the way things were mike we
3: really appreciate your perspective it's been good talking with you and we'll talk to you uh hopefully down the road
1: thank you guys i enjoy the talk anytime all right mike
3: Casaza, 24 7 sports covering west virginia uh out of morgantown west virginia we will not be here tomorrow. The Royals are finishing a, a, a road trip series against Oakland. Dropped game one of that series last night. A game two tonight out in the Bay Area. You can hear it right here on KFH. Uh, Oakland with the worst record in baseball. The Royals with the second worst baseball uh, record in baseball. And I believe the Cardinals are now the fourth worst, or fifth worst. Colorado's down there. A uh, b- record in the game. Not good. I was just looking around. Uh, Michael Walker, the winning pitcher last night for the Padres, 6-2 over the Marlins. He improves to 10-2, and lowers his ERA to 2.63. Uh, he is now 21-4 and over the past two years with the Red Sox and San Diego. This is a guy the Cardinals could have gone out and signed for
4: bucket of balls and a box of Cracker Jacks pretty much just uh, another one that got away I guess infuriating well I can imagine I like Michael Walker
3: you remember when he first came up to st. Louis he was kind of a big deal big-time
4: prospect
3: Uh, anyway you, you can kick yourself all day thinking about what should have been you got your own issues uh, Plenty letting, of them. Letting Josh Bell go, now he's ripping the cover off the ball.
4: He's hitting a lot of home runs. Yeah, he's ripping the cover. Trust me on that. Yeah, he's hitting. He's hit like seven or eight homers. Um, I think seven. His average is still basically what it was, but he's hitting with a much much better power. And I just don't know why. I don't know why was he that a, was that got... not emphasized when he was in Cleveland? Obviously, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know what they were trying to teach him or tell him to do, uh, but Josh Bell has, has certainly found like what he was previously, and well, that's we, what happens. We hope the best for the Eddie kids. Rosario. Kind of the same thing. He comes to Cleveland, is terrible. You trade him for literally nothing, and then he goes off in the World Series. So it is what it is. I don't terrible team, terrible organization. Josh
3: Bell hitting 300 for the Marlins. Seven home runs in just eighteen games, an OPS of one thousand zero zero six. Good for him better than you thought. Well, I it's thought good a couple it's good of days ago, I, I was sitting to seventy or something. That'll stick with you on the drive home.
4: That makes well. me happy. No, oh, well. yeah, it will I won't think about that probably the rest of my life. Really?
3: Probably not. <laughs> well, you're different than me yet. Really? I'd I'd be thinking about it. All night. Josh Bell?
4: Why couldn't he well, do this for us? I've already thought about it. That's It's a futile effort. At least we got five minutes as Gene Segura. Just like for Eddie Rosario, we got five minutes of Pablo Sandoval.
3: Yeah, they never really even played for you. but They didn't uh, play. Whatever. Um, we'll see. Royals, what do, you, what do you say about the Royals? And why can't I just not worry about talking about them? I got these voices in my head. Well, if you're talking baseball, you better mention the Royals. The Royals aren't interesting, not like your team or my team is. What no. do you talk
4: about when you talk about baseball? Whatever you want. We talk. We could talk wind surge. We could talk anything. We should get Jay Miller on the show pretty soon. They're they're having a uh, uh, September or something, 10th maybe, uh, where they're trying to get 10,000 people in the ballpark.
3: Well, I'm going to get tickets for that uh Fidelity Bravely Onward Club again. I love that. Well, good. It's not cheap. No, it isn't. But it's a nice meal, nice setting. What they have for you? They uh, had some chicken, they had some mini cheeseburgers. They had the best scalloped potatoes I've had in a long in a scalloped long time. Scalloped potatoes. Scalloped potatoes. Okay. I use, my mother used to make those. How do you identify a scalloped potato? You know what a scalloped potato is. You scallop them. I don't know how to scallop. It's I a way know. of making them.
4: What do you do? What do they look like? Look up a look up a. a is it a like recipe. those au gratin potatoes that are kind of like? Yeah, scalloped potatoes. Oh yeah, those are good.
3: It's outstanding. They had some you scallop, a, a little bit of dessert over there. You got a salad. They had a, a bar where you could get a hot dog or a pretzel. Heck of an uh, effort. Uh had a cash bar, didn't didn't indulge, but uh it's 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 nice going up there. It's Sounds a, like it. Never it's been. A beautiful place. And uh I
4: enjoyed it. If I could afford that every night, that's where I'd be. Well you got that, you've got the Coors Light Club, you got the Fidel the uh Emprise Bank, I think is what it is out there. In yeah, the I, only go, I
3: only, You know me, I, I either do the the the
4: best or I don't bother. I'm just telling you there's you know a lot what, of nice areas in but the you ballpark. know what I'm saying. I don't know, there's just all it's just full of nice areas. You got the burn I'm a, I'm the first class kind of guy. I don't there's not a lot of people that sit in the right field like tables. I would do that. Well the sun's on you Whoop de doo. When it's hundred
3: and five, yeah, whoop de doo. You wouldn't sit out there on 105.
4: I wouldn't care. I'll, I'm there for the game.
3: You uh, you know what? The next time, I'll see you out there. When's uh, the
4: last wind surge game you went to that you didn't, weren't working?
3: Never. Exactly. So it's not like you're out there sitting amongst the
4: people. No, and I wouldn't. Like I'm first class. So you, you, what you just said is an outright lie. I'm just saying I would if I No, you wouldn't were because you never go. If I were a Why fan. Why aren't you a fan? Because I'm an employee. Yes. I'm a fan. Dedicated. I'm a fan of affiliated affiliated baseball in Wichita. That's what I'm but a fan of. if I went, I would just go hang out with the people in the press box.
3: I like the fact that uh, you got a Twins affiliate here. Wish it was the Cardinals, but it's not. And the good thing is, if I want to, I can go see the Cardinals prospects, play 10-12 Times a year. Yeah, if you want to. Uh, We have come to the end, as we do every day. Every day involves an ending. This is ours. We'll be here Thursday. We'll see you then.